Okay. Tell me when you're ready. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Hang on. There are sound effects if you go to the media. Can I push this and see what happens? Can we I'm have like it. fart noises? I will stuff? love if you can't unswitch it back <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Did you hear that? Did you guys hear that or no? Do it again. Oh, oh very faint, very which is even better. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, how do I turn this off though? Josh, I don't know how to stop it. I don't know what to do. I Well, I, I don't know what to do to not. I saw it coming. <laughs> oh, wait. Pause. There. Don't touch him. But there's also other fun things here. Like. <laughs> that one. Josh, for sure, use that one. <laughs> I'm going to use them. I'm going to be the editor in real time. <laughs> You're going to hate it. <laughs> this is episode 193. We're calling it Let's Catch Up which airs on the 24th of January, 2023. Excuse me. Oh, we're supposed to do banter at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A little out of practice. We need to practice. We're a little rusty. We're a little rusty, but we're back. And hi. 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 I mean, it's been like seven weeks or something. It's been a bit, hasn't it? It's been a bit. Well, this is a lucky few podcast if you wondered what you're listening to. Still us. I feel like Still? for new listeners, let's let's um introduce our voice. Oh. Right. Okay. This voice belongs to Micah. Whoa, that was that was a version of your voice. That was like the <laughs> I don't know. The, the mysterious. Sexy mysterious. Sexy, sexy mysterious, Micah. Mercedes, <laughs> will you give us your voice? <laughs> I know. I, like, I can't uh, read your facial expressions <laughs> right now. I'm feeling concerned. <laughs> um this is Mercedes. <laughs> okay. And this is Heather. Okay. Mercedes, that sounded like a FM ninety totally voice. DJ. Bringing in the hottest Lila. hits. <laughs> love someone tonight. Love someone tonight. It wasn't that her tag. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know. know who Delilah is. You don't know who Delilah is? No. Either. She's everything. <laughs> She's everything. <laughs> I called in one time and requested a song Forever no. Young. <laughs> And That's it was the on perfect the perfect Delilah song too. It was. Wait, That's wait. why I think I requested it. I think I heard it only on that. <laughs> wait, hold on a second. What? How old are you? What's happening? I was what like, gosh, I was like maybe fifteen or sixteen, you know, in my room. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. You know, listening on the radio, and then you call. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with Delilah that. I just was didn't like know Delilah. I don't know if she still is is working but she was all through late 90s 2000s into the 10s to 15s right like 20 years at least yeah and no, she did 100%. like a syndicated radio show that was all all about love and finding <laughs> oh. your true uh-huh. the true love of your life and listening to your heart and so she played like soft rock pop 
and people called in and told her their sad stories about love yeah. and she told them it was going to be okay and, and it, that this it song was, was <laughs> dedicated to <laughs> you know I love yeah. it. lonely yeah. in louisiana <laughs> And then she would be like, tell Always me about lonely. Tell me about lonely in Louisiana, Hannah. <laughs> and Hannah would say, oh I had a special weekend with, with one special <laughs> fellow. And then she would be like, what was special about it, Hannah? She was like, I felt seen for the first time. Oh she was God. like, I can't even handle this. <laughs> Take that feeling with you into the rest of your life, Hannah. You don't have to be with that one. But you can find your peace. <laughs> and that was sort of what it was like. And then oh my gosh, like... I feel totally filled in. <laughs> and then Shania <laughs> like Twain would there. come on or like Faith Hill yes. or <laughs> some old rock, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Journey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here if you haven't heard it before. Delilah. That's our new tagline. You heard it here if you've never heard it before. Um, well, this is Heather's voice. So I'm going to say enough about that. <laughs> Let's do the thing that we're actually here to do, and that is shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down syndrome. Um, today, we're going to be chatting about, uh, we're welcoming everybody to a new year, how we've all been the last few months, give a little update, a little look into what's to come this year on the podcast. So friends, we're so happy you're here with us. Sit down, relax, put those earbuds in, go for a walk, find someone Find your love of your life. Find I'm someone trying. special I in Louisiana. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Yeah. Micah, take it. <laughs> and welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. Hey, friends. Micah here. When Ace was around one... I started to worry about the future. I worried about how to even know where to begin in saving for him. When you have a child with a disability, how do you even start to think about saving money for that child's entire life? It can feel overwhelming and terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Friends, do you love a good story? A good story changes you, right? I think we all know this is true. And if you've been listening, over here for a minute, we also know that stories shift narratives. Well, I've got exciting news. We here at The Lucky Few have teamed up with Katie Casada once again. I don't know if you remember, but Katie was our guest on episode 152 back in March of last year. So she is basically a story expert. And Katie launched something really rad called Story School Live. And this February, in just a few weeks, we are having our second ever Story School Live event, and it's going to be in Southern California. We're so exciting. Story School Live is a moth-style storytelling event. This event will feature eight people telling true stories live on stage, five minutes each. And every storyteller will share a story around the theme of da -da -da -da, belonging. 
Hello, does this not completely resonate? Tickets are on sale right now. They're only $35, which is really affordable. And every single cent goes to the narrative shifting storytelling work happening at the Lucky Pew Foundation. I hope that you're gonna be able to join us. Again, the event is February 16th. It starts at 6.30 and it's at the Whimsy in Pasadena, California. And if you can't make it, if coming to Pasadena, California, on February 16th at 6.30 is not something that you're able to do, then you can grab a ticket for $20 for a virtual recording of the event. So you don't have to miss out on any word in any of these amazing stories are going to be told live on February 16th at 6.30 at the Whimsy in Pasadena, California. I cannot wait to see you there. You can head to heatheravis.com slash events or find the event right link in the show notes here. Okay. Well, it's a new year. You two beautiful faces are staring back at me and I love it. I missed you. Missed and you. And you know what else? You want to know what else I missed? I missed hearing from our listeners. I missed <laughs> getting to read reviews. And guess what I have in front of me? A review. A review from someone named Rachie Rex. How cute is that? Rachie really Rex. Cute. And she says this. I, I'm saying that it's a she because I'm thinking Rachie stands for Rachel. You guys agree <laughs> with me? Yeah. I could say they. They say this. There you go. About a month ago, I found the podcast and started from the beginning. I've been listening constantly as I take my daughter to all of her therapies and appointments. My daughter lights up with the intro song and smiles when truly sings. We are almost nearly caught up and I'm going to be sad when I don't have them to listen to constantly. My daughter, Sadie, does not have Down syndrome but she has a rare neurological condition called Sturge-Weber syndrome. She goes to a group therapy program at ICEC, as Mercedes mentions often, and she has many friends with Down syndrome. So I wanted to learn more about the world of Down syndrome. I found the podcast to be very relatable for raising a daughter with special needs, even though she does not have Down syndrome. Additionally, I just became an education specialist for a homeschool charter and had even more to relate to Mercedes given her homeschool journey. It is always interesting to get a parent perspective as I am new to this homeschool world. Like Heather, I also taught in public school and have a special education credential and feel like I would be such a different teacher now after having had a child with special needs. I haven't been in person since March 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. I also have a strange connection to Micah and that in that my best friend moved during the pandemic to Morristown, New oh Jersey. What? Give me a break. That's amazing. <laughs> Come on. I had I had the good fortune to meet Heather this past weekend at the OC Buddy Walk and she was just as kind and sweet as I would have imagined. She took time to talk to my daughter Sadie and it was such a treat to be able to meet her in person. I'm so glad I found this podcast. And I'm glad to learn more about Down syndrome, as well as raising a child with special needs. Well, hi, friend. That's wonderful. I feel like you. should she be in the room with us sometime? I, Our buddy. Get on the podcast, Fourth chair. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rachie. We really appreciate it. And I love hearing about Sadie and love hearing about your experience. And we really do love, love hearing from all you listeners. 
And we just want to remind you that when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, we read them and they mean a lot to us. Mm -hmm. So thanks. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And the OC Buddy Walk was the first weekend of November. So she left this review right before we went on our break. And I remember meeting Sadie. And that's so fun. Really cool. Maybe we should have a new segment called The Fourth Chair. And we just like hit up random reviewers and ask them to join us on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Fun. We would be so fun that episode. I think we We just throw them in. Like, (laughs) no script, no anything, just. Here they come, and then we just go. What do you think, listeners? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. My thumbs up. <laughs> I get thumbs up. Thumbs up, everyone. <laughs> All right. So many fun ideas to think about here. Friends, welcome to 2023. Wow. Woo! I really need we to get it. used to that, you know? It takes me about takes four months. <laughs> and I always say February 1st is when I really do my new year's goals and resolutions because January is just all like recovery I feel the same way I really (laughs) feel it and you know I also feel like I take that rest and even with social media I take a rest in around Christmas and Mm -hmm. and don't go on Instagram for a while and getting back to it is so hard yeah yeah it's just things don't turn back on January 1st it takes a good Mm -hmm. few weeks to get back in a rhythm 100 percent. yeah we're recording this almost in live time like this what we're talking about now comes out tomorrow so hi everybody in real time and i yesterday was sunday said to josh this is the first going into monday where i'm like all right i'm ready to start back at things yeah and it's 23rd so (laughs) so all that to say we are going to take up a vote to move the beginning of the year a little bit. Yes. But then if we do that, it'll, I think it'll just, it'll just perpetuate. Keep, like, it'll <laughs> keep so keep it, keep it. Christmas is coming sooner. And then our start of the new year is later. Somehow they're going to meet in the middle. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it'll be weirder. We'll just keep doing us. Um, but we'll it's good it to be back. And I loved listening. I listened to all of our favorite recap episodes. Mm-hmm. I love doing that was fun. And I hope you listeners are able to do that as well over the last seven weeks. I think we did that many, maybe it was yeah. six. Yeah. And, and we're so grateful for our listeners who stick with us when we take a break mm-hmm. and yes. who, you know, everybody needs a break. And so anytime that people you love have a rest, we appreciate it when you um, let us have that and then we can come back stronger. That's right. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo, coming back stronger. Did you guys make New Year's resolutions? I didn't. I did. <laughs> Again. Um, no. I so, hold that the goals really loosely. It's most I love this about you. <laughs> um, I actually one of my goals w- was to um have goals. <laughs> one of my goals was to have like okay. Gosh, that was amazing. I pray, I do pray about this often, having like, okay, I'm going to have, like, you know, I'm going to be a woman who wants to work out. Like, that is me. I, (laughs) gosh, I need to work out or I don't even feel good. Like, I'm not that type of person to say that. And I really Mm want to have that goal. And I say that every year. But I recently, I was with, I was out to lunch with my friends 
And usually one of my goals or things is usually like, okay, I'm going to pick up running this year. Okay. I'm going to pick up surfing this year. Okay. I'm going to pick up, like, I w- always want this like physical activity hobby that I really, cause I think it sounds really great. It feels like I'm being like a really great physically fit human to say these things. And then I just gave it up to God really. And I was like, you know what? I am a lady who lunches. Okay. That is my hobby. That is what gives me life. <laughs> Grabbing a it. cup of coffee with a friend renews my soul and my spirit. And I not, I don't have a sport that I'm going to be taking this year, this year, <laughs> but I hope to get together and sit with friends more often and also with my children individually more often Mm -hmm. you know I do hike Mm -hmm. often but I feel like that's for some reason not enough for me I in my vision of who I am but now I'm gonna let it be enough and I'm going to take the ones I love out to eat more or you know to coffee because I'm a lady who lunches (laughs) put that on a shirt That's our daily, that's our weekly shirt. You know what? (laughs) Spending time with friends should be more of a goal for, especially people our age, when we are torn to, like, we are stretched on all sides, and spending time with friends is hard. Mm -hmm. It gets harder and harder. And so I've, I think that's, like, that ought to be a goal for us more often to have more lunches with our friends. And there was a study that came out just last week. Uh, what was it called? I can't remember. But it's the longest study ever since the 1930s on human happiness. And mm-hmm. the big conclusion that they came to was that um, studying generations of people, like the people they started with in the 30s, their children, those generations that came after them, what makes a person most happy in their life is um, – is good relationships and that even like it's not eating healthy, even though eating healthy and exercise and, you know, having boundaries or whatever it is, like those things are important, but all of that is held together with relationships and, um, and you can have like a super stressful day. And if you can come home to someone who will listen to you and care about you, that negates the stress in such a huge way that your life can still be um, full and wonderful. So I love your goal goal. (laughs) is perfect. You're going to have a happy life. Mercedes. At at least a happy new year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. No, yes. More little one-on-one dates with my kiddos, dates with my husband and intentional dates with my friends and family. That's my goal. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, that's such, I want to read this study because it makes me think about my kids with Down syndrome. And I know this isn't true for all people with Down mm. syndrome, but outside of the family unit, relationships feel harder mm-hmm. and less opportunities for meaningful relationships. And we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, and it's something I want to talk about more this year too. But I, with Mason being 14 – and she's going to be in high school next year. It's only gotten increasingly more difficult for her to have relationships. Um, and I know that's not the case for everybody, but that's been, I only have my experience. Yeah. And that's my experience. And it's very, it's just interesting. 
because there's also been studies done, and I would love for this to have been part of this study, whoever was in charge of it, um, about people with Down syndrome overall being a lot happier mm. than people without Down syndrome just in general. And so I'm imagining that relationship piece also is family. I, mm-hmm. you know, like I think about yep. that a lot in this season with all three of my kids that when they're coming home, they're coming to a place where they know without a doubt they are adored as they are. Mm. And I do have to believe that that's enough in these tricky times with relationships. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Friendship's hard. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm going to make sure we have a link to the study. I'm looking yeah. it up right now because I, I I wrote it down somewhere. Um, what? Okay, yeah. The, there's an article in the Atlantic with the longest study on human happiness found is the key to a good life. And it's the Harvard study of adult development. Cool. So I'm there you go. Thank I you. do we'll have um, for this next semester, um, which I'm excited about. I was just asked, it's me and Sunny going to her um, enrichment program and a mom whose girls have really taken to Sunflower just asked if she wouldn't mind if I drove her girls too. And I was just, I got so excited because it's Mm -hmm. my boys will be at their own program. So Sunflower will have like a 20 minute to 30 minute drive with just these two girls. It's kind of like a mini play date. I don't know. A little carpool. I got excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Sunny's going to be in a carpool. I mean, it's me, but <laughs> driving, but I was excited that she'll have that experience of, you know, sitting with mm-hmm. friends, showing up with friends. Yeah. It's so fun. It's I cool. love it. Little things. I love it. <laughs> the little things. Yeah. What about you, Heather? I know. About what is resol- your goal? New Year's resolutions? Yeah. You guys, you I already slayed it. My goal was yeah, to Yeah, you figured it all out. Ah, well, in Salulita. Yay. We went to Salulita the first week of January, and I've never been surfing. I've always been very intimidated by it. I grew up in Southern California, not at the beach, but plenty of opportunities. And then I lived in Hawaii for six months, and I always felt so self-conscious. I don't know if people know this about me. I'm like a very insecure person. People who meet me for the first time think the opposite, but I like have way too many issues in my head and my heart as even as an adult. And one of those is insecurity. And I, as a child, as a child, teenager, young adult, especially, it was like my insecurity stopped me from doing a lot of things, including surfing. Cause I thought I'll look stupid and it'll be too hard. And what if the surf instructor thinks I'm stupid and everyone's watching and every single person on the beach is going to watch me fail. That's what's in my head. We all know no, that's true. So I <laughs> um, I said I want to go surfing when I go to Mexico. And I did. I went surfing. I just did one lesson. I had a blast. I cannot believe how physically exhausting it is. I was shocked. I like shocked. I'm a fit person, a physically fit person. I'm not like a muscle person, but, you know, I take care of my body and mm-hmm. I exercise regularly. And I could not believe how quickly I was exhausted. But I had fun. And I jumped up on the board. I probably caught like four or five waves. And like I'm using air quotes for caught because my instructor like pushed me into the waves. That's level, I'm level one first timer. <laughs> but it was so fun. Yeah. And guess what? Nobody cared 
what I did or didn't do. <laughs> no one was watching me from the shore. I mean, my par- my my family was, and they were cheering me on. But I was so proud of myself, and I had so much fun. Um, so I slayed my year. You, know? you got it. <laughs> <Good>. Done. <laughs> done and done. That's what I like to do. <laughs> I think you've already slayed it, and you're done right? now. Just live well. <laughs> No pressures. No more pressures. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, gosh, I wish. Yeah, but I didn't set any – I don't have any goals for this year. It's interesting. I was talking to Josh, and I want to reflect more on this, but this is my first year since 2015 that I don't have a big thing. Mm -hmm. So I, in 2015, wrote my first book, edited it in 16, came out in 17 while I was writing my second book, edited it, it came out in 18. And then, it, and then I wrote my first children's book in 19, mm-hmm. came out in 20. And then my second children's book, I wrote it, came out in 22. And then last year I had, at the beginning of last year, I was starting, I knew we were doing this big gap kids campaign and I've got nothing on the roster this year. There's no wow. big thing. And it doesn't make me feel good. I feel like we're now in a okay. therapy session for Heather. Mm. So let's yeah, get this quickly back to Down syndrome. No, I Anyways, like it this. doesn't. <laughs> It's not a good feeling for me. I'm not okay. like, oh, yes, a year of that yeah. it's, makes me feel like a failure. Like, <gasps> oh, mm. I didn't I didn't write a book last year and therefore it's not being put into the world this year. Mm-hmm. I didn't I haven't hustled enough, mm-hmm. which is yeah. goes against everything I stand for. Right. Um you're actually getting room to breathe, Heather. <laughs> yeah. And to sit in all the good things you're having. I feel like it's our culture and you're you the I don't know, do you call it the business you're in? The business mm-hmm. you're in is launching, launching, launch totally. new campaign, yeah. new like product to, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. To keep it is wild. On. Cause it's, I even think like all of those things that I just listed are really big accomplishments. 100%. And as soon as it's over, this is wild in the publishing space, in the marketing world, in the social media world. Once it's over, it's over. And it isn't yeah. like oh my gosh, let's sit in this for however long. Like you launch a book, you're most likely your publishing house is giving you two weeks. At the end of two weeks, it's like, that was fun. Next, unless you hit it huge, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just this wild thing. Like, oh, this was so much of my heart. Right. Um, This is so much of who I am. Right. Oh, it's done. And guess what? Nobody remembers or cares, which isn't totally true, but it is a little bit. No. Everyone's on to the next thing. Like your old still news. so much to me. Totally. So it's the weirdest. Yeah. It's a weird thing to navigate i called my yep. therapist yesterday and said i need to start Good. up <laughs> did you Good. really I well and it's it anyway <laughs> i want to do therapy this year <laughs> it's I, it's such an opportunity for us yeah. yeah okay add that to your list mercedes let's all let's all get on it i i i'm gonna i like to hear from others no there's got there's you need to talk to people work that mm-hmm. out yep and i think it's like it this is our invitation all the time, especially as parents of kids with disabilities. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm writing a book right now that's due in April that is about my story with Ace and about hustle mm. and about where we find our purpose and our meaning. <gasps> and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, it, that is a hard, deep work because everything in our culture tells us our value is found from what everybody else says we've done well. Mm-hmm. And if it's received well enough mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how much of our heart has gone into it or how beautifully we've done it. Like when, when we live by 
whether or not we're good enough in the moment and whether or not everybody else says we're good enough, then we're buying into a lie that um, everyone else gets to determine our worth. Mm. And that's what we're preaching. That's what we're here doing in this podcast is saying like, actually, no, our society does not get to determine our, our worth or our kids worth. Mm -hmm. And until we all start to live that out deep in us, then we can't expect the rest of the culture to start to value the people we love with Down syndrome or other disabilities if we don't value yeah. ourselves when we're not performing. Yes. Hmm. Yes, and amen. And it, it is such a practice, too. And I think that partly I find I'll get into, I'll get out of the practice of it, you know, mm-hmm. and then I have to be reminded of that. And I think it's, yep. yeah, bringing it back to our parenting kids with Down syndrome and loving a person with Down syndrome it even, and we talked about this, it shows up so much with, in our own community and in Mm -hmm. our own, our own, um, experience loving someone with Down syndrome, because it is like, okay, our person we love with Down syndrome needs to do, needs to be, and then they get Mm -hmm. there and there's like, yes, they took their first step. Okay. And now, and now that's not enough. There's another thing to do. And now that's not enough. There's another thing to do in order for our kid or a loving with Down syndrome to what, right? Like it goes back to that core to have more value, to be more important, to get equitable space in the world. And I think that we are in a culture that, well, I don't, I think I can speak for all of us. We don't believe that that's the reason they have to do anything. Our culture does. Mm-hmm. Our society does believe that our loved one with Down syndrome needs to do all these things in order to mm-hmm. have value, have space, equitable space in the world. Um, and so it is, I just think for any parents who can like relate to all of my headiness, my issues. I think that there, there's some normalcy to um, feeling all those feelings. Is that making mm-hmm. sense? Am I not making sense? There's yeah. some normalcy there because it's coming at us constantly. Yes. And so that awareness of it and then not feeling shame for that. Mm-hmm. But that I think that self-awareness is so important. It is for me at least. For myself, yeah. yeah. Like I don't have a big thing this year, and somehow that negates everything I've done the last, like the major accomplishments these last years. No, it doesn't. And the same with our kids. My kids not doing this thing, but it doesn't negate who they are and their value. Right. And it's Absolutely. a practice. You, it comes back. I have to come back around to it if that makes sense. Yep, for sure. Can I give a podcast plug that I can't stop thinking about this week? Last week um, on Glennon Doyle's podcast. We can do hard things. She had on Dr. Becky. Do you guys know Dr. Becky? Yes. From, she wrote Good Inside and she has her own podcast, but it's all about like she's a therapist and it's all about raising kids and how to, um, how to help your kids understand themselves and their needs and how to, you know, parent in a way that doesn't bring shame. Mm. So she did this episode on this kind of therapy that I actually – was I actually was in therapy using this? I, I don't even know what you call it. The term, I mean, it's called internal family systems, but I, is it a philosophy of therapy? I don't mm. know. Um, but the whole episode is on this thing, internal family systems, which is this idea. See if I can describe it right. That kind of like inside out, when you have like all the people in your head who are running your emotions. So you got your sad self and your angry self and your joyful self and all those things. So the idea is that there's like your true self and 
and like as a Christian, I believe that your true self is the person that God has made you to be, like who you are in your core. But it's really hard to find that true self sometimes because everything else covers it up. And as you grow and as you're a kid, you develop these ways of coping with life. You're shamed, you're um, afraid, you live in a, there are parts of your your family that, that teach you to hide parts of yourself. So these things that that come out of it are these selves that have protected you and you kind of needed to protect you when you were little, like mm. your worry self or your your angry self. And those things, those moments when we're in life, like completely out of control and we're screaming at our kids and we're like, how did I become this person? I don't, I can't even control myself. And you hate yourself after. Like those are just those little selves in you that have been given free reign. And in this idea of internal family systems, um, it's, it's thinking about everybody sitting at the table together. And your true self, your person in charge inside you is actually the one who is acknowledging that everybody else exists there, but they don't have to be in charge. And and some of that work is starting to be like, I see you worried self when you mm-hmm. wake up in the middle of the night and you're overwhelmed and acknowledging it without shaming it, but starting to recognize that it's it's just a part of you and it doesn't have to be in charge of you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, w- I think we should link to that episode too, because I think it's so powerful, but I think that's a huge thing that we are all carrying with us is like that hustle self, that part of us that thinks we need to prove ourselves and that we, I mean, it's part of our culture. So seeing it, how it's helped us in the past, but it doesn't have to control us. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to that. I love I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I too. Love that podcast too. Yeah. And then how do we not transfer that over to our kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how in the world, this is, this is a bee in my bonnet always with our Down syndrome community that somehow that still reigns, that hustle, mm-hmm. your value as a person with Down syndrome is, is attached to what you can, how yeah. well you're doing, how much you're, how much are you like people without Down syndrome? That makes you the most valuable in the Down syndrome community. And it really, it's just everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's underlying. No one's saying that out loud, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is not, that is not what anyone's putting on the marquees, but it's all underlying in how the, in how we allow society to highlight and celebrate Down syndrome. I don't know the answer. We've talked about this before and I'm sure it'll come up again this year in the podcast, but Mm -hmm. it's an interesting I think about it every day. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Transition music. Do, I need, do we need to do a sound effect? <laughs> I don't know. Boom, boom, boom. Woo, woo. Did you hear it? <laughs> oh, <wow>. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and with that. Whatever. There we and go. with that, thank you for continuing <laughs> to listen, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> It got a little, oh a little gosh. somber. Oh, <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> oh life! Yeah, what will we do? Good. Good. <laughs> oh boy! And we're gonna be right back. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but planning for the future has always been overwhelming for me. 
I am overwhelmed by the details of investments, savings accounts, and trusts. I spent a lot of moments afraid of a future that I often don't know how to plan for. And having a child with a disability can make all of those things feel so much bigger and more terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. When Chris and I met with our team at Enable, they talked to us about so much more than ACE's needs. They talked about our dreams as a couple and as a family. They worked with us around the savings we were creating for our other children. And they gave us the kind of expert advice we needed to feel secure and prepared. Enable wants to help you create a comprehensive plan for your entire family. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Let's talk about during our last few minutes together. We'll we'll have more than a few minutes, but I want to know um, if anything, if there's anything that came up during the holidays or during our break from each other or starting back up at school with your with Ace or yeah. Sunny or Mace or August that you want to talk about. <gasps> yes, I rumors. I have one. Um, so last semester with Sunflower, we did a sweet teams called a sweet team called champions. And it was, or it is a nonprofit organization specifically for kids with disabilities, actually teens and adults too, um, playing basketball and Sunny did it. And she's really Sunny when it comes to sports currently in her life, she's just like right there in the middle. Like I, I hesitate to put her in a typical team because mostly for my own, like, I just don't want to see her get hurt, you know, cause she's able to handle a ball and able to do things, but she can topple very easily. Like, you know, she's still always the smallest, like she's like kind of light as a feather because of the low muscle tone thing. So I kind of, I saw how great she was doing at basketball. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign her up for our city basketball team. And Rhodes says he wants to do basketball. I'm going to sign him up too. I'll put him on the same team because they're only 18 months apart. So a lot of the things they can do at the same time, I just don't always want to do that to Rhodes. (laughs) Sunny, though, she's like, that's her dream. She's like, yeah, me and my best friend Rhodes here. Yeah, he's also my brother. But and and Rhodes, he feels that way in his heart, but doesn't always show it. <laughs> um, so I put him on basketball together, and I am just so proud of her. A, the basketball coach didn't bat an eye because, like, she was just awesome. She didn't bat an eye. I didn't prep them ahead of time because we were last minute sign up. So I wasn't even thinking that I was just trying to like go through the motions of getting them on the team. And we showed up. Sunny was doing drills. She's just on it. I'm so proud of her. She had her first game this past Saturday and basketball guys. Some people are slaying it. (laughs) My two are not, but I'm like, you guys, these kids are all like seven to nine. And I'm like, have you been playing since you were three? Like you are ballers and our area is very diverse. And so there are people like in the black culture, basketball is huge. And there are some like 
baller kids out there that are kicking it. I'm like, bro, that is a layup. Do a layup. <laughs> like, see that kid? <laughs> he did a layup. He's like your age. <laughs> um, and same with Sunny, but she was, it's full court, running down, back and forth. She's keeping up and having a lot of fun. And I'm really, really proud of her. And I'm really excited that I did it. I think I was intimidated and kind of forgetting that she's still in that those little years where they're all learning basketball. Like just because she has down syndrome doesn't mean she can't keep up. Like they're she's still age appropriate when it comes to sports and and I don't even want to hold her back. See, I feel like that's even my ableism of like putting her in like oh that'd be too much for her. I don't think she could do it. You know, I just I'm so glad that I saw how much she loved basketball and how naturally good she was and interested in it. And I'm glad I signed up and I hope she gets to continue doing it. Like I just want to follow, continue following her lead and not necessarily only in the spaces that are invite her, you know, and I do that a lot in other areas, but I just noticed I was like, Ooh, this was still another area that I was like, you know, no, I'll just sign her up for the team. That's specifically for kids with disabilities, but I'm glad I kind of got out of that because she's having a lot of fun and it's great. No big deal. No big deal. Woo! Amazing, Merce. I know. That's awesome. (sighs) That's so good. Do you ever feel like, because Sunny's your oldest, Macy's my oldest, neither of us are type A, I know you well enough to say that. Oh, yes. And I know myself well enough to say that, that for me, some of it is like, shoot, parents were doing this with their kids when they were four and five and six. Yes. And it isn't even down syndrome. It's just like, Oh, I didn't know to know that with my oldest. (laughs) Do you feel like that a little bit? Like I didn't know. I often didn't know that. Thank God for group texts. Cause everybody's like, (laughs) Oh, you know, we start T-ball that month. So I can't like, Oh, you start T-ball. Click, 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 click. Looking on. (laughs) Sign Uh up for (laughs) T-ball. Yes. Shepard is golden because I've now done this now with Sunny and Rhodes who all started sports at like six he's like gonna be in his like third year of t-ball 100% I think most of this has to do with like I didn't know that you start to sign up kids months before the sport starts yes (laughs) and where like who who tells you where to go? That's always nobody. Me too. It's your, it's the friends who are on top of it who tell you where to go. So yes. you move across the country during a pandemic, right? And nobody tells you what to sign up for. I'm still I trying know. to figure it out. And I know. I, I and who do you contact? Like, and then there's like club sports as opposed to city sports. And then, totally. oh, like what zone are you in? You know? Yes, mm-hmm. I've had to figure that out as well. And I basically just try and pair myself friendship wise with people who are on top of things there you, go. <laughs> you gotta have those friends yeah. gotta have those friends another goal for friendships yeah <laughs> right now you so have like a now, criteria yes <laughs> my luncheons are really like what are you doing with your life let me quickly write that down what's your time frame yeah. on that <laughs> Can you send me the link? I just don't know how people fill out. How do they fill out all the forms you have to fill out to be a good mom? I just oh, can't gosh. fill out all the forms. It's so hard. Yes. And I think too, I think this is for all of us who have kids with Down syndrome, but especially, maybe not especially, in my experience with my first, my oldest, that is all being taken care of for you in a sense. Like 
early start. Yes. Somehow I somehow someone was there to tell me to do it. And then mm-hmm. those first three years of life are so inundated with mm-hmm. therapies and doctors specialists. and communi- and specialists yes. and things like that, that I somehow somebody's gave me the link. Right. <laughs> um, no, really. Not the, <laughs> yeah. And, and that becomes all consuming, you know? So then by the time yeah. they hit three years old or they go to preschool, oh, we're not doing this extracurricular because we're doing OT, PT, speech, mm-hmm. medical, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's a, that I know has been a big piece for me too. And so then when truly comes and then Truly's going into sixth grade, she goes into sixth grade and she wants to try out for volleyball. And I'm like, oh, no one's played volleyball. You know, like, where would you do? I know about AYSO soccer, but volleyball, like, no, people have been playing volleyball since they were five. I'm like, what the heck? Where do you get a five-year-old volleyball class? But I didn't, there was no, there was no capacity to do yes. that with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're doing too much um, or yeah. there's so much already happening. And even it wasn't until I feel like Macy was well into elementary school that I could even think outside of any kind of extracurricular that she might enjoy. Um, like she didn't even start dance classes till she was eight and dance was like her, her thing, but I didn't have the capacity 100%. to sign her up for another thing. And I think that's just real for those of us raising kids with Down syndrome. It's harder to and, find that space. And maybe better. I mean, <laughs> maybe better for our kids. Like I think there's more to gain from letting your kids be at home and not rush around from thing to thing than there is to be like the best three-year-old volleyball player um, oh my gosh. and, and <laughs> who can like crush everybody by nine I years don't old. know guys so, I was impressed by some <laughs> of these seven-year-olds I was like wow <laughs> your parents care about you <laughs> your parents you, actually love you yeah you are you're an all-star on our team <laughs> I'm just Gosh. kidding. No, but I, <laughs> I am impressed by people who are naturally really good at a extracurricular. Again, because of my lack of goals and ambition to have a sport to be good at, <laughs> that I am impressed. But I do remember. I think we've talked about this exact thing because I that was my big soapbox of why for a long time I didn't do therapies at one point with Sunny mm-hmm. was I'm like wait she's never going to be in a dance recital <laughs> right. if I don't yeah. give up something or my boys will never take a nap at our house they won't know where we live because <laughs> we're driving to all the therapies I remember there was a season of like I shall not go to OT <laughs> Yes, yeah. back yeah. back I say she will be in, in, um, what was she in? It was the cutest tutu school. She was in tutu school. Shout Aww. out to them. They are a franchise. So look for them in your city. They were very inviting Cute. to Sunny May when it came to dance and stuff. It was really, really fun. But now we're, now we're in speech and OT and we're doing the thing because mm-hmm. we can. It's a different season. It's a different yeah. season. Yep. Yes, but in yes. those little years, you kind of have to think about that. You do have to choose because early intervention is so important, and the importance of that is so thrown in your face as a parent, mm-hmm. and you make those decisions because you want to do the most important. And I think the fun things are also equally important. Yep. Agreed. They are. I agree. I know I have a friend who saw her at Down syndrome, and she – they decided, I think she's like 13 now, and they decided when she was real young, maybe she's 12, 
that speech was going to be high priority. And so mm-hmm. that's where the majority of their extracurricular, their time goes and, and money. They spend a lot of money a month on different speech things and that's totally fine. Um, and I think you have to figure that out. Like where, what is the thing that's a priority mm-hmm. and, and it's okay. You, and everything can't be a priority Mm-mm. and that that's okay. That's just the normal thing. Um, Mason hasn't been to private speech in years and she's starting again today. And it was like time, you know, so she'll go after school on Mondays and, and, and she has, I'm doing quotes. She has needed it the whole time. The whole time we weren't doing it. Could she have benefited? Yes. And also we were doing other things. Yeah. You know, and would her going to speech doing two hours of speech a week, which isn't what she's getting, but let's say she did for the last few years, would it have really affected her speech significantly? Maybe yes, maybe no. I think that's also tricky too, right? Like our, uh, yeah, and to what end? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but that, I like that you're saying that, Heather, because that's all the things that we think about in our minds when we're like signing our kids up for stuff. Okay, will this help? Would it even help? Like, where should we put our energy and effort? And then it's hard because who's to say? Yeah. I don't know. We are. We are. Hey, listener, yeah. you get to say. You, you get, get to, to say, say. And whatever you choose to do and love for your child is enough. 100%. You know? Yeah. Trust And no, we don't, we don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I, there's so many, we just had a, my 14 year old had a really hard night as teenagers have from time to time, just feeling stuff. And he was like, why did we move from San Francisco? Mm. You know, like feeling that feeling of that was two years ago. And there's like, we're never going to know. And may until, you know, maybe 15 years from now, we'll look back and be like, well, shouldn't have done that. But I doubt it. (laughs) You know, like there's just, we, you do what you like what your your gut says is the right thing for your family and the right thing for your kid and you release it and you trust and you do the best with what life looks like and there's always going to be those moments when you're like I could have done more speech we could have done more basketball yeah. but um what can you do, can you do? <laughs> humans yeah. raising humans making oh my gosh, choices isn't it wild that someone was like, here's, raise these kids. You're like, oh, okay. And then it's <laughs> I know, because oh, it's real cute and easy humans. when they're babies, you know, and then they start talking and they have hopes and dreams of their own and maybe they talk back and you're like trying to shape character. <laughs> That's it's crazy. Rough. It's rough out there, y'all. <laughs> but we're all doing good. We're showing up, you know, yep. in the good and the bad. Good, good. With the speech thing, because I think it's such a huge thing for all of us, all of our kids, and rightfully so. It's a, mm-hmm. to be able to communicate to a world that communicates one particular way mm-hmm. is a is important, you know. And it's hard. It's a it's just a hard one. It's mm-hmm. a hard one. Um, so it makes sense to why people prioritize it and feel really stressed about yep. it. But partly too, with us pulling back on speech with Mason or wondering how much it affects her is we also have August. And I remember people like August just started talking and he just talks and someone mm-hmm. asking multiple people often saying, where does he like locals, where does he go for speech? Who does he see? It's like, well, that that's not why he's talking like this. 
you know, yeah. like there's yes and no and not to not do speech, but that's always been a thing too in my brain. Yeah. Like Macy got so much more therapy than August ever had her first three and five to five years. Cause she was my first kid, you know, August, my third kid. Yeah. We all have three or four kids. Like your third kid doesn't get anywhere near what your first kid like got when attention. it comes to that kind right. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and so there is a sense of also for me that embracing who my kid is mm-hmm. as they are now that in that balance between helping them be their best selves, not this kid's best self. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for, for me to even compare Macy's language to Augie's language, that's not doing anybody justice because Mason's Mason right. and her being able to say one more word or have be more articulate or whatever. It doesn't change her value and worth, right? Her intrinsic yep. value and worth. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard balance for, it's something that's hard for me to sign up for more things. It's almost like, I think there was a rebellious stage. Like I, I can be a little rebellious where I'm like, we're not doing more things. Yeah. You can't push that on me. My kid's rad as she yeah. is. I'm not going to try to make her more like what you want her to be like, dear society. And then it's like, well, shoot, it sure would be helpful if she had this skill, you know, (laughs) and I, and for years we have not. Yeah. Let me reframe the way I will show up to those classes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's such a, it's a weird, it's such a wild balance for me personally in, in the way that what we pursue and don't. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard. But we're doing it, guys. Do we yeah. need another transition? Well, I'll share. I'll share about uh, our. Oh. Okay, Micah, go. I really Tell love these things. <laughs> this is going to change our podcast forever. <laughs> uh, okay. Over the break, we got to go. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I am old enough to be the auntie of a man who has gotten married so i went to my nephew's wedding Mm. and it was so much fun and we danced the night away and ace was out on the dance floor with his uncles and cousins throwing him around and it was really sweet so that was fun the the big thing that has been going on with ace and his development is and i think i might have mentioned it maybe in november once he got a diagnosis of ADHD when he went in for a like a, a reeval of his autism just because the school wanted to do that and uh and I was so surprised <laughs> it's like oh ADHD too added to the list <laughs> and uh so the doctor recommended him s- starting some medication and we've been kind of navigating through that and it's hard. Hmm. It's hard. And I'm still uh, like we we just decided to take him off something that he's been on for a couple of months just because we kept waiting for it him to get used to it. We felt like he started to have more aggression and more and ace aggression is not like other kinds of aggression. Like, you know, it's still sweet ace like aggression, <laughs> but it was enough that it felt like it wasn't him mm-hmm. and he started crying a lot at night mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. really sad and um so we've just been trying to figure out is medication what he needs does it really help him and um you know we're gonna try something different but I think that might be an interesting episode for us 
yeah. here to talk about ADHD and our kids with Down syndrome and what it looks like. And, um, and so there's, there's been some steps forward, uh, but yeah, medication's hard for everybody who's trying to mm-hmm. help their kid by using medication. So we're figuring it out. We also mm-hmm. had a stomach bug this weekend. No. And oh, just the worst. And Ace was sick all day Saturday. And his, he has like very few sounds that he makes in speech. Um, but, the, and they are very similar to each other. So he will say to me at night, um, he calls me Dada. And <laughs> he he will say, Dada, 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 da. <laughs> And he's like saying, I, he's, it's basically sounds like, I love you. Oh. Like it's, it's like the rhythm and yeah. cadence of I love you, mama. Uh-huh. But it all is da, 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 da. Oh, and I when he was, <laughs> I know, when he was throwing up, he was saying a different form of da, 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 da. And it was, I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't oh. like this. Oh, and so he's just like screaming and crying. Da, 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 da. Oh, poor guy. But it's horrible. I, it's horrible. I, I felt like on Saturday when he was, when he was sick, I just felt like so grateful that I know his dada does, and that I can tell when he's calling me mama, or I can tell when he's saying he doesn't like something. Yes, and I know the world can't tell that, but I do feel like that's a it's an important step that he's taking towards communication yeah so yeah i love that that is sweet we were we were in mexico for the first week of the new year and macy and we we thought we were indestructible and we're like we're just gonna eat everything that they're selling us on the beach and we (laughs) ate food every restaurant was fine but mason got hit hard um, with food poisoning for 24 hours and it is just the, <laughs> the absolute the worst saddest oh my so gosh sad. oh she just kept going i want to go home i want to go home i want to go home and then just it was feeling just, so icky oh it was i've in my 14 years of parenting and my 41 years of life i have never experienced something like that puke in the runs like that ever oh ever ever okay. Oh, that's Ooh, awful. 24 hours we made it through but bless her little heart that the puking <laughs> it's just the worst it's, feeling in our little yeah, ones it's like, the worst i don't feeling. like this i don't like this yeah and like, you can't breathe oh, you can't yes. like oh you can't stop it you feel like you're drowning no. and i try to keep no. a really kind <laughs> heart during that time to my yeah. kid but I'm all, i tend to be like okay andy now you tag team because i'm i just need them to the bowl aim for the bowl Just all right go to the bathroom this is the time run to the bathroom the bowl oh wait okay i mean oh my gosh darling i'm so sorry can you <laughs> puke in the bowl <laughs> so <laughs> you were probably sweeter than me oh but gosh. we recently over thanksgiving we had that i was like sunny the bowl okay but keep the bowl with you and she was like grossed out by the bowl which you know right totally. of course <laughs> like no this will now follow you no you and the bowl are one <laughs> if yeah. you want to watch a show <laughs> or come anywhere else <laughs> you and the bowl are one <laughs> yes. 
And that's a hard concept even because she's like, gross. Oh, man. Totally. <laughs> Macy gets panicky. Like when she feels yeah. puke coming, if she's not feeling she's going to puke, she's like, like, I puke in here. Ugh. She'll pretend. If it's coming, <laughs> it is panic. She's yeah. pushing everything out of the way. She's like putting her shirt over her mouth. I'm like, ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally it's a whole thing like holding her down where and it's really in a in a condo like we don't have washer and dryer I'm totally like, this is not clean up towel. this is hard yeah. to clean up this is it you cannot land on the bed ah. uh, anyway, we digress um <laughs> good times good times but i do want to have a guest on an adhd specialist and talk yes. more about that i really want to talk to you guys about is it do you pronounce it echolalia the speech when our kids, when people repeat things over and over, we, um, or the self-talk, echolalia, oh. I think I'm pronouncing oh. it right. Echo. We had a moment, we went to my grandmother's funeral, also we went to Mexico, where my grandmother passed away this month while we were in Mexico. We were home for two days and then we went to Iowa for four days. And Macy, I, I just, I, I'll talk about it another time because we're out of time, but um, I want to talk to a speech therapist about our kiddos when they're having high anxiety and how they process mm-hmm. that. Cause for Mason, when she has high, high anxiety, she processes it by saying the same things over and over and over, Sunflower asking questions, mm-hmm. wanting to know the plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that it has anything to do with my response to it. It's her react. It's her reaction yeah. to the anxiety she's feeling. Right. Cause um, she can't express of- more than just that. Like she's still thinking about it. She's right. that's all she and for me to try to like solve it is like fueled with a fire instead of helping her anxiety. Like that's not the point of it, is right. my understanding. So I want to have a speech therapist talk on to talk what about that this year. Called that you said because I I just would... echolalia or echolalia. Okay. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. E O E C H O Echo L A L I A. Everybody. And some listeners right now are like, I know everything about that. Email us, hello at the lucky few podcast. Yeah, I do. Um, because that's something that even 14 years in, I'm like, whoa, <clears throat> I don't know a lot about this and I know it affects Macy a lot. Mm, wow. And I want to have an orthodontist on, you guys. We are. We're going to have yeah. an orthodontist on. <gasps> and did just have dental work done. Even talking about, I would like to have an episode on, um, yeah, medicines, medical. So, and most of you guys are the same way. Interventions are really hard for me to do. I like to go holistic route always, mm-hmm. always. So, yes, medicines, supplements, but also like um, just talking about it, what the options are out there too. Mm-hmm. And we yes, Sunny just did have really big dental work, and even like the stresses of like all that she had to do to work up to having her be safe enough to go to the hospital to get dental work to be put under. You know, like mm. just like yeah. that whole process was. She didn't have open heart surgery. She's never had any medical things, so even being okay like with her being put under was like a really big thing for me to come to to do for sunflower but like how it was important and needed and then yeah anyways I just would love to talk about that medical intervention yeah. yes and yeah. like, like that what are feels, all our options what are all the options and then like your goals for your kiddos because sometimes yeah. that can 
like my holistic views can even, I would say, get in the way of making sure Sunny's getting the proper treatment she needs. Mm-hmm. You know, like how I would prefer it, which makes sense to do for my boys who don't, who are run of the mill, healthy kids in general. Holistic sure. works for them, you know? And that's not always the case for Sunflower because she does have different medical needs that I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But be- and being okay with that. You're doing a good yeah. job. Oh, thank you. Even like you talking about the dentist, my my heart starts to race and I, I feel know. like I need to take deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. We we just we did I tell you that I we left our dentist. That that's a whole story for another time. Too, See, let's I have a conversation because we had after, a dentist story. <laughs> yes. It was we had such a bad experience and we had been there since we came to Morristown, but I just left and took case somewhere else and took my other boys and had a big heart to heart with the dental staff and all of those things. Ooh, wow. Okay. I want to hear it. Yeah. Ooh. Dog this one. Dog. So all this to say, dear <laughs> listeners, so many fun things coming up. So many fun, so much. important, good, meaningful topics, conversations, guests coming up this year. And we can't wait. We also have our 200th episode coming up this year in like, <gasps> like a blink, in like a few weeks, which is really exciting. Wow. And World Down Syndrome Day. Which we all know March has become World Down Syndrome Day Month. March. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you didn't know, um, you know now. Yeah, it's all right know, to feel that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, everyone's coming at you March 1st with a thing leading up to March 21st. But by hours. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jesus. Um, we don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be epic. That's right. <laughs> And then what else? I think that we, I think we need to wrap because it's, we we're well wrap. into the wrap up time. Good but news. before we do that, good news. I feel like people shared good news. I do too. Didn't we kind of all share yeah, good news? Do we, we want to? Okay. So your goal is to listen back and then report back to what the good news was. I do have, <laughs> um, if we did want to quickly, I do have a, a listener's good news. Oh, I would love that. Let's do that. Okay. We're going to do it now. Yeah, let's do it. It's time. It's time. <laughs> good news. Good news. Truly, that was for you. Um, okay. Michael Casal says, my son is almost four and a half and he is now potty trained and tracing his own name. Yay, buddy. Good yeah, work. Buddy. That is yeah. good news. That is. That's two very that. important life skills man that it's hard to check off important you know (laughs) yes yeah that's so good i love that thank you for sharing that good news and listeners if you have good news that you want to share with us you can head to luckyfewpodcast.com and leave us a message there's a phone number there you can call you can email hello with luckyfewpodcast.com go to instagram if you're if you are a listener and not following us on social follow us at the lucky few pod and that's lucky few pod not podcast Mm -hmm. on instagram DM us your good news. Leave it in a comment there. Y'all, we are like a hundred, no, a thousand people away from 10,000. We're so close to 10,000 listeners. No way. So (gasps) We got this. Or not listeners, sorry. Followers Followers. on Instagram. Followers on Instagram. So if you're not following, follow. We're so close. Um, And this is the year. This is the year. That that will happen. The month. The Mm -hmm. month. Probably the year. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it's I don't a month. Know. It's a month. I got, it got too ambitious. We got this. <laughs> we, I got too ambitious. <laughs> don't hustle. <laughs> yes, we're not going to hustle for this. We're gonna do our worth is not wrapped up in our numbers. And 100% non-stressful. 
<laughs> and follow and, follow. Um, and share with a friend <laughs> no but we really listeners we we would not be here without you and we appreciate you so much and we love you all and we're, so we're all in one big living room together that's right and your feedback means so much because this is all for you it's a little for us because we still love to be together but mostly yes for all the listeners um so tell us what you are loving what you want to hear we're here for you mm. and thank you for listening and that's that's that that's the show wrapping it up thanks josh yeah. Davis for editing this this and Balch Leader for producing it and Ashley for managing our social media. If you like this episode, which I think you do, and there's a lot of great tidbits, share it with family and friends and don't forget to subscribe. What else? Yes, let's check out the luckyfewpodcast.com. And that is the Lucky Few Podcast, unlike Instagram, which is pod. And share you can find the show notes there and all the things we talked about today. And just like we talked about, you be sure to follow us on social media, the Lucky Few Pod. And listeners, you're slaying it. Just as you are, your kid, you're living with Down syndrome, slaying it. If you have Down syndrome as a listener, you are slaying it. We deeply love you. And we are always here cheering you on. And can't wait to be together on another episode in one week. Woo! All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. Woo! Ha <laughs> ha